0: Hello friends, this is Susan Schatz. Welcome to the Literacy Curators Podcast. This week is exciting because the sequel is here. Like anyone that loves a great movie or a book, you so look forward to the sequel. And for me, being an educator of literacy and impact, I am so excited about Visible Learning, the sequel. For those of you that aren't familiar with Visible Learning, it is the work of John Hattie and now numerous colleagues like Doug Fisher and Nancy Fry and so many people in the education world gathering around this topic of um, knowing your impact, knowing if what you're doing works and not just if it works, but how well it works. And then also the mind frames that you have around learning. So the sequel is here. I will be delving into it, um, I'm sure, over many different episodes. But for starters, I'm just uh, thinking about what jumps out to me from um, some of my initial readings, and one of them is integrating with prior knowledge. So basically, the idea is If we know what our students already know, we are far more able to take them much farther, more quickly. So integrating with prior knowledge, this is an area related to surface levels of learning. And for those of you um, new to this, it's there's phases of learning that students need to go through to really master something and and use it and apply it. And so you have the surface phase, you have a deeper learning phase and then transfer where they can take a skill and and apply it to a new unique situation. So integrating with prior knowledge kind of fits in that surface phase of learning phase. I said phase twice, but you know what I mean. It's at the beginning. It's surface level. However, surface level is extremely important. You can't get to deep and transfer without it. We don't ignore it. We just don't hang out there too long. But as far as the effects at the surface level phase of learning, integrating with prior knowledge is one of the ones at the top. It has an effect size, get this, of 0.93. 0.40 is one year's worth of learning in a year so quick math 0.80 two years worth of learning 0.93 over two years worth of learning in a year so if you know that you only have a little bit of time to hang out in the surface level and you want to pick your most impactful most powerful strategies integrating with prior knowledge is one of the most important and what i want to share with you is how we can relate that to early literacy skills So today I had one of my favorite sessions with some of my favorite students, my first graders that I'm doing a little reading boost with, and I have a half an hour session in small groups with them. And a couple of them I do independently, only due to scheduling challenges, not because I necessarily think they need that, but most of them in a little group of two or three. And when we think about this, and when we think about tools to maximize impact, so integrating prior knowledge over two years worth of learning in a year. Please excuse my dog. He's gonna She's going to be quiet now. Um, then we can think about structured, systematic, explicit literacy instruction. So when we integrate with prior knowledge, we have the phonics skills that we can think about. We have um, let me think about it today. So I'm using Ufly, and I had a lesson on er, er says er. Easy if you know it, if you're just thinking about ending sounds, but if you think about R controlled vowels, they're an area in that partial alphabetic phase where a lot of students get stuck. So it's important to go back and explicitly teach how to pronounce the sounds. And what I did is I used a systematic structured phonics curriculum that had practice interwoven from previous lessons. So not only were we learning just ER, we were looping back to OR from the week before. So if we integrate prior knowledge, I'm reminding them, hey guys, guess what? This whole R controlled vowel thing, it's no big deal. You can do it. You already did it last week. You know OR. How is, what do we know about these R controlled vowels? Oh, they're kind of bossy. All right, so we know that about an R control vowel, now we're gonna move into ER and then I explicitly go through the lesson, but you can take a little creative liberty with things and, and, and engage with students. And during that, another way to integrate prior knowledge is to integrate vocabulary knowledge. So even though I'm explicitly going through this um, curriculum that builds systematically on each other, It's not dry and stale. This is fun. This is engaging. One of our words was fern. So I'm talking to the student about a fern and I can realize she really didn't know. So I showed her a picture of a fern and then we talked about plants that she does know and love. And that way I can link this new ER word and this vocabulary term and image with a term and image that she already does know. Same thing, I'm trying to think of words that had ER that were on the playground now i'm blanking on them but you get the idea of basically when you're introducing something new you're linking it back to something they already know to maximize impact one way of doing that is to be sure that you have a systematic structured phonics or program, another, whatever program you're working with, it's, it's really systematic and so that it's constantly looping back and building on the prior knowledge. The other one is building on background knowledge of their vocabulary and that's where some creative freedom can come in where you have to kind of know there's certain terms you wanna introduce, but some students may be familiar with them and other students may not. And you get to have this fabulous dialogue, which is my third point. Is oral language oral language is something that is it's like the hidden gem it's this piece of instruction that is becoming more and more alive in what we do but it was buried for a while because we had such didactic instruction and then when things became maybe a little loose maybe there was some oral language but the problem was it wasn't organized it wasn't related around content areas and building deep vocabulary so you can have oral language that is richer or you could have oral language that is not as uh, fruitful so for this idea of integrating with prior knowledge the idea of oral language is building upon content area vocabulary think of text sets think uh, i'm working on some text sets for my students right now and i love poppleton as many of you know he's my favorite little character and pig and it's kind of an early second grade um book and so my last group in our winter session we read poppleton and now we're going to read poppleton in spring but we are also going to read some uh, non-fiction texts around spring. And that way our texts all come together and we have two, three, four texts on one kind of common topic. And that is a way that you can build uh, vocabulary and background knowledge about a certain topic. So when we think about visible learning and knowing our impact, one of the ideas is just looking at an effect size, but that's not really what Hattie was getting. After. He wants you to pay attention to the effect size, but he also really wants you to think about your practice and think about (sighs) choosing wisely and choosing with the students in front of you and being a dynamic educator. And so I think when we think about integrating prior knowledge, it has some of the beauties of a systematic, structured program, like a systematic, structured phonemic awareness phonics program. It also has some of the art with vocabulary and so forth where you get to use oral language to engage, interact and have a joyful discussion um, and a lively classroom community and atmosphere that you build with students. So integrating prior knowledge, what was it? I need to look it right back up. It was 0.93 effect size. Okay, guys, that is over two years worth of learning in a year. So we're going with that one, right? yes, yes, please sign me up. And we're going with that one. And the way we're going to be explicit about it, the way we're going to break it down is we're going to think about it. Am I having an interwoven practice? Is it structured and systematic so that I'm re-engaging previously taught um, lessons to help them understand where the new lesson fits into the whole scope of things. We're connecting the dots for students. It's pink by number, we're connecting the dots. Then we're using background knowledge to develop the vocabulary. And then we're also engaging in beautiful oral language. And one of the beauties of that is that's what helps bring surface level learning into deeper level learning is that um, element of oral language. So hope you enjoyed this today. Have a high impact, highly effective, but also fun and engaging and artful, awesome way of educating students. You take care.